1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry,
1: sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce
2: you Lucky!
3: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: It is Saturday the 9th of April, and here we are at 1 o'clock in the Hamilton Brewery here in North London. Uh, and I'm with uh, a number of people, friends of uh, Brighton Rock Podcast. Uh, this is Alistair here. I've travelled all the way down from uh, Manchester via the New Forest today, um, where I actually live halfway between Bournemouth and Southampton. And it's fair to say I probably have a, a record to set straight. And yes, I did. I did indeed uh, confuse Eddie Howe with where he played. Uh, so I, I just needed a bit of a right to reply there. Um, yeah, I, obviously for me, um, Southampton and Bournemouth, they're basically just towns to the left of Portsmouth, in my opinion. Uh, hence hence the, uh, the, the low regard I have for them. Anyway, we're going to talk to some of the friends of Brighton Rock podcast today uh, as we're having uh, some very fine pizza and enjoying some very fine uh, ales here uh, and I've got Duncan in front of me uh, and well, uh, the, ma- the first question has to be, um, how's the beer?
4: Uh, beer's amazing. Yeah, started off on uh, a light sort of uh, IPA, now on a couple of halves of sours. they absolutely brilliant. We've got the Malice Fruit, Blackberry and Apple Crumbled Sour. This is a shout-out to Nick, who can't make it. And then the uh, current issues, uh, Black Currant and Strawberry Sour. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and then I'm going for a wine, a, not a wine flight, a beer flight of... Uh, three stouts coming up yeah it's great we've got pizzas on the way and uh, it's lovely um industrial estate <laughs> tucked out of the way around the corner in north london it's great actually we've got about uh, 15 of us here super
1: Excellent and uh, I mean I think we should probably morph this podcast into a food podcast at some point particularly during the off season uh, because we probably eat and drink at some of the best places that I eat and drink at uh, just in, in as well as a, ma- a match and sometimes it's just the match that gets in the way of the day so what do you think about the football then um, uh, how you what, uh, obviously uh, Arsenal since Arteta's been there they've won the last two out of the three games that we've played against them uh, and all by, by form you'd, you'd, you'd fancy them today uh, but what do you reckon what could happen today?
4: Absolutely well. We're in a poor run of form, aren't we? Um, it's yeah, it's not looking good for us. So um, somebody just asked me what the result would be, and I just foolishly said one nil to us. Um, it'll be the typical Brighton way wouldn't it that we go and have 31 shots uh, uh, against Norwich 4 on target not score a single goal and then come away to Arsenal and just nick it Um, but equally we could go 3-0 down (laughs) so that's my head rather than my heart Um, like you say we just have uh, great away days it's brilliant to meet up with good friends and uh, drink some lovely beers in wonderful places have some great food and uh, quite often recently it's been 90 minutes that have spoiled the, uh, the whole day but we're coping and anyway, look, we've got 34 points we're safe, we're not going down um, and we'll pull through and uh, yeah, it just I haven't a clue what's going to happen today I don't think anybody has
1: really yeah, yeah, so that's it Brilliant, thanks Dunk and uh, yeah, it's fair to say that uh, it is a bit like Schrodinger's cat today's match uh, it's not until we open the match or open the box that we'll find out whether we're alive or dead, whether Mope starts or whether he yeah. doesn't. Be. We're an hour off um, the team sheets uh, being announced. Uh, Arsenal got an injury as well, um, so uh, yeah, one of their uh, one of their key players uh, of. Um, let me just quickly just double check his name because I, I've been uh, pulled up for getting things wrong. Thomas Partey uh, is injured. Who they would have hoped uh, would start for them, uh, but apart from that, um, obviously really sad to hear about Modo and his ACL Uh, that's going to affect us I think we know we could um, yeah
4: Really sad for his uh, for his World Cup as well really look forward to him shining in the World Cup and you know going on and being you know outstanding on the world stage so really really gutted for him i mean that that is nine months plus out of the game isn't it it's awful for him so yeah sad sad news yeah
1: really sad okay well we'll keep talking to the rest of uh, the friends of the brighton rock pod uh, and uh one of the main issues that we need to address is the absence of our host um well first of all peter uh, who i believe's got covid but also russell um and with no idea where he is has anyone yeah. seen him
4: no, I, I just can't believe it, that he can't be bothered to travel down from, from Enfield to go to Arsenal away. I mean, just nobody's seen him, nobody knows what's going on, just can't believe
1: it, it's appalling. I mean, you can understand why he wouldn't go to Newcastle, it's a long way and, you know, like cost of living going up, you know, times are tight. Time. But actually just walking from your back door to a match, which take is only on minutes. the
4: corner. It take him 10 minutes, I just, he just can't be bothered anymore, can he?
1: Yeah, well, I've got someone else here who's also got some, some strong opinions about this. His name's Ahmed. You may have heard him before from Newcastle. And um, Ahmed's got something that he wants to say as well.
4: It's in song form.
1: Uh, Russell, we miss you uh, and you are a legend. Uh, hope you get better soon. There we go. Well, we'll probably, we'll probably get onto the football a bit later. But, um, but yeah, uh, we're, we're now heading over to another table and uh, we'll pick up from there so here I am on another table with friends of uh, the Brighton Rock pod and obviously we're going to be talking about the football in a minute but we, we, but we do yeah. We, we're just a bit uh, puzzled really and uh, I've got a friend here uh, Andy and, and again he's a bit concerned about the absence of our host Russell
3: well there's 15 of us here around three tables oh, yeah. and we're all having a fantastic pre-match pint but I've got to be honest right they seek him here they seek him there they seek him almost everywhere is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Russell Guyver. <laughs> Where the hell is he? I mean, What's for Christ's sake, here we are in the Hamilton brewery. I swear to God, walking distance from his house in Enfield is I about... I think he could probably hop it, yeah, he actually. He could probably hop it. Three and a half it. minutes away from his bloody house. And it's a home game room and he's not bloody here. I mean, every game we come to... Everybody's here. There's Alistair doing the podcast for him. There's Simon Seagull over there. There's Ahmed and Alison. There's David and Jill. There's Andy and Dunk. There's Ian Charlie, Wedgie, Courts. Everybody's here, but bloody Russell Giver. He's got no commitment whatsoever. I think he's given up on the Albion. Just because we can't score a bloody goal, he's stopped coming. He's an embarrassment. I'm not used to any bad language yet, but if you keep recording, I'm going to. Now, okay, Russell, well, I, I think I'd
1: better stop, because we did have some complaints last night. I, I understand that there were some small children that were repeating words to their parents that really should never have been said by a three-year-old, and not to mention the complaints that they got from nursery the following day. Uh, but anyway, we, we won't be going that way. Um, so, so just sort of t- talking about football now, um, because, you know, we're just going to have to brush that under the carpet, our lack of host. Um, but about football so, so what, what do you reckon about today what, how do you think we're going to be doing today on the, on the pitch
3: interesting one depends if Bissouma is going to be the one who steps in for Moda if he is he's technically in the shop window if he wants to play for a big team next season if he is picked today he's going to have to play if he plays and he plays well we could actually do something in this game um, I've no First idea what going he's to going to do up second, front little, uh, I don't know if you rest Mopay for the sake of his own good or whether you play him and say I've got confidence in you and I'm committed to you. I don't Although know. In, which in the press
1: conference, they said um, Potter
0: said that Mopey
1: had made the best improvement of any player that he's seen in training, and he's he's so and he's recovered so much that he's so up for it today. So I'm guessing that he is going to be on the pitch today.
3: Okay, fair play. Um, I think we, if we go with a Bisuma Alzate midfield, and if we go with Mopey and he's able to break his. His confidence crisis. There's a chance we can get something out of the game. Can't really say any better than that. We're going. I think we're going to have to get two goals to win the game. Yeah, I agree. and I think scoring two is probably a little bit unlikely. So, in time honoured tradition, best we can hope for is a one all draw. <laughs> Thanks,
2: Reggie. We
1: have a replacement Russell today, and his name is Simon. And uh, yeah, just want to talk to him and ask him
2: about your thoughts about the match Simon not Russell <laughs> the match um, oh, the next three are going to be hard but I think we're going to win one of them so I'm not committing to today but I just feel like it's classic Brighton to win yeah. one of these games yeah one of the hard ones yeah because yeah, we, so, we do like it to, to be hard for ourselves exactly yeah. um, and I heard you talking about Moda being out in the team I'm hoping we get to see a bit of Moises Casido maybe I assume Basuma will start, but I'd like—I th- I would have thought now, if Moda being out for sort of the first half at least of next season, yeah. Basuma probably being off. We need to kind of see if Moises can do it. I think he can, but we don't want to see that. So, yeah. looking forward to that. Um, and today, who knows? I. I I think now, the good, for all the frustrations, I think you go into every game thinking we can win. We create chances. All right, we don't score them, but we create them. Yeah, and, you know, true. a few seasons ago, we went away to these places and we didn't leave our own half. So... I think that gives you room for some optimism, so I'm, I'm staying optimistic.
1: Although I remember going to Preston about probably 15 years ago when the most exciting thing was a black cat on the pitch, and I don't think we left our own half then either. Um, so, so it's fair to say we've come a very, very long way. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I'm personally, I'm quite excited to see Mwepo. Um, but I don't know if he might start before Basuma. Um, but I, yeah, I, I was at Anfield and I saw that Mrepo goal. And for me, that's still the goal of the season, certainly the, the goal of the season that I've seen live. Uh, but whether or not other people think differently. But it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to see him play. I, I don't see him playing at the same time as Basuma, though. I think it would be one or the other.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, how you never know with, with Posse, really, no, do you? No, it could, no. it could yeah. be any makeup. up. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to see him coming back, you know, how, was, I can't remember how long he was out for now, a few months was it? Quite a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, longer than we'd hoped, anyway, yeah. certainly after we saw that, that dazzling sort yeah. of game up at Anfield. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm always a big uh, Stephen Assay fan, so I'd yeah. like to see him playing, get some more minutes and show what he can do and give it, you know, maybe get, establish his place in the team, so um, yeah, looking forward to it. Oh and will give, give him a shout out Be he, yeah. he, he looked good when he came on against yeah. uh, Norwich quite lively so um, someone like that playing with no fear is just going to Go for it, and uh, yeah, hope to see a bit of him again. Today. I
1: almost think you, you kind of want to stay solid at the back, but you almost want to mix it up a little bit at the front, don't you? And, yeah. and just sort of see, you know, well, what, what lands, you know, might land. And also, Arteta wouldn't necessarily be ready for that either. so that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, I think if we can try and get him, I hope uh, Lampsi plays as well today, and you know, get some get some pace out wide and really go for it. I think we could cause him some problems, and yeah. uh, that could you know if, if they don't get an early foothold in the game and we can start you know getting in behind them and stuff like that you can see them getting a little bit twitchy so yeah, yeah. i think that's where i'm holding on to the bit of hope
1: yeah I, I personally my hope is if we get a goal in the first half fairly early on i think that will help us a lot what we definitely don't want to do is concede early on in the first half but equally if we hold on nil nil to the f- end of the first half i think we'll be doing well as well and your pizza's just arrived perfect timing so i'm going to let you tuck into that what is it by the way um, do you vote? Do you yeah, vote? You have loads. sounds yeah. very nice. Yeah, I had the blue cheese one. I, I like a bit of blue cheese, the blue and white stripes and cheese, you know, sort of perfectly matching. But enjoy, enjoy Simon. I'll talk to you later. Man.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
1: So here we are at the library, it's half time, and what a first half that was. Yeah! <laughs> the highs, the lows, the goals. One Russell Skyver! There's only
3: one Russell Skyver! One Russell Skyver! There's only one Russell Skyver!
1: Oh my word, right, okay, that, that's obviously an ongoing theme for today.
0: We only win when you're missing! <laughs> win when you miss, we only win when
1: you miss. What a game. I, I, I must say, Kukureya seems to be having a blind and Wepo doing well. Even Kosaido, there was some amazing bits. Around. The yellow card that Basuma took for the team, uh, just when they looked like they were going to break, and then they had a, an identical one, which Kukurelius went on his knees and prayed. And said six Hail Marys in order to get that yellow card. Uh, yeah, what was your thinking about that first half, Duncan?
4: Yeah, well, I, I loved it. I think we played pretty well, but just the the, the yellow card for Cucurella took uh, the rest took um, thirty so, seconds before was he was assume. going to give it. Yeah. yeah, and so I think I think he got he got turned by the crowds and, and by Kukare going on his knees put his hands together in a prayer-like fashion and just say, what does it take for you to actually give us a card? I mean, incredible. Incredible. But of course,
1: the headline news has to be...
4: We scored! a goal we scored a goal and not only that
1: but VAR went in our favour uh, and it seems to be quite a marginal call it's fair to say they're going to be talking about this on match of the day tonight aren't they yeah I don't give a shit though um,
4: <laughs> a really really good we scored a brilliant goal It was a lovely absolutely uh, Trossard's yeah, goal just done. Jump 3-2 and Wepu Wepu brought it down brilliantly crossed it into the box Trossard top right hand corner I think it's a bit far drops the end of the pitch but 1-0 up away to Arsenal the best gold celebration we have had for a very long time. Quite a long time. And in fact, the only it's gold celebration uh, we've had for a very long and time. And that's Duncan. why it went so good. And you lost
1: your glasses during that as well, yeah. didn't you? I had
4: to go down in, uh, like Cucurea, I was on my knees, surrounded by everyone trying to find my
1: glasses. And, and then the, the other thing was, uh, Mwepo looked like he almost scored a very similar goal to that at Anfield. But it was just a bit wide. It was one of those goals that you probably scored one out of just, ten. Just a lot wide. I think. Just yeah. a lot wide. Yeah, was, but no, he was trying the same thing, wasn't he? It's a it? different postcode. The Andy it, Upherson, it was yeah. a bit. It landed in an N8, I
3: think, <laughs> didn't it?
1: N8. So, um, so, Andy, what do you reckon about that first half?
3: I found that interesting. We, we seem to have played almost with one centre back. And the gap between Dunk and Veltman and Dunk and Cucurella terrifies me. Because it's like a 25-yard gap. But we flooded the centre midfield, which has stopped them running through. I think there's going to be some significant tactical alterations from them at half time. Um, but a fantastic performance. Basuma's made some great steals. Cucurella's made some great defensive headers. Muepu has covered an enormous amount of ground. It's been fantastic. It's no, just a brilliant, brilliant half.
1: Yeah, and, and it's fair to say. I wasn't sure that Mwepo and Basuma could play together, but Basuma, he's back today. Certainly, he's certainly been back this first half anyway. He's
3: he certainly put himself back in there, put in a shift. Mwepo, magnificent. Kaisido covered a lot of ground as well. A superb ball. When Dunk hit the ball through to Mwepo on the right flank, it looked like a hopeful clearance, but it actually curved beautifully into his path. It was deliberate. Brought down in one touch, a lovely cut back, slot ball, and just first time hit into the net. I mean, it's a perfect goal, not something I ever could have seen us doing today. But it was magnificent, and it was full on limbs. Uh, it, was ma- it was marvellous. We it was limp. Dun- we found Duncan's spectacles, we found Andy's <laughs> testicles, we found everything, and ever- all is well. All I is- found
1: a bit of chewing gum under the seat, which I think was left by a Brentford fan or whoever beat Arsenal <laughs> the other night, anyway. Um, but, but uh, well, so we'll, we'll kind of give it. Oh, well, Andy's got something to say at share. Perfect
2: game plan by Potter. Bizarre selection, but it's worked. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's sorted out. Us go in 1 0 at half time, Samiento to come on in the second yes.
4: half and to tear them apart. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Well, we'll come back to you after the match. And uh, well, let's hope we're as happy then as we are at the moment. But it's fair to say I would have been okay about going in 1 0 after that first half performance yeah, cool. but to get that var um shout in our in our favor we were I, I, it looks pretty lucky just on a picture that someone sent us on whatsapp but but there we go it
4: was offside it took them about five minutes to work it out yep. and they did so it, it was a long wait it. wasn't it yep.
1: and we've had so many things that marginal var calls that have gone against us to be honest it's fair to say we would probably deserve a few marginal var calls in our favor so, yeah, we, as we were saying in the pub before and after we'd finished recording, um, some of those marginal, marginal gains, some of that luck that went our way in the first half of the season that hasn't been going our way since Christmas, uh, yeah, we've maybe just had a bit of that rub of luck, a rub of the green again today.
4: Yeah, I agree totally. Yeah, the, good, the, the Norwich match, 31 shots, I know we were fairly shit, but on any other day, maybe a couple of those would have gone
1: in
0: yeah, somehow. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You know. <laughs> well, well we'll sign off now and
1: uh, yeah, come back to you at the end of the match cheerio,
4: cheerio, 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 cheerio.
1: just while we watch Sanchez get some treatment it appears to be that there's a lot of Arsenal, fa- Arsenal fans leaving the stadium uh, with approximately 10 minutes left to play and uh, at this point Trossard's been subbed off for Webster so it's great to see Webster coming back on but it's 2-0 up for the Albion with a couple of really wonder goals really both scored from outside the 6-yard box possibly even the penalty the area and, uh, and Weppo and Trossard uh, it's looking exciting it's looking exciting what an amazing goal by Udegaard which I must admit I did applaud but here we go but in the last minute of added on time, they've just had an offside. Sanchez has just pulled off a couple of absolutely world-class saves. And here we are, waiting for the, waiting for the final whistle. Werbeck's just been fouled, but of course this referee hasn't given it. And we're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Mark Coderea has been a man mountain today. He has just been absolutely phenomenal we think there's about 15 seconds left and it's just gone out for their throw which has gone back to their keeper that's it As you may have guessed, that was the final whistle. The Albion having a way win in London. As the players come and greet the fans, it's very notable that Graham Potter is with them today. These are happy players. Their shirt's been given out. Ali Mack just gave out his shirt. Potter's applauding the fans and the support absolute scenes and absolute limbs today and we have an empty Emirates stadium apart from the away end so here we are we've made our way back to the Hamilton brewery and it's fair to say that we're a little bit hoarse we're not not small horses but but we are we have lost our voice Um, we've walked we've talked all the way home uh, with smiles on our faces well all the way back to the Hamilton Brewer anyway and it's fair to say that um, we're, we're celebrating we are celebrating uh, one of the best away wins well probably the best one that I've definitely experienced this week this this season um, but uh, yeah just some uh, notable uh, things today. Uh, just, we were just talking about it. So here I am with, uh, with Andy uh, and, uh, and quite a few of the other Brighton Rock friends. Um, yeah, just the face on Sanchez when he came over to the fans at the end. As well, very notable, Graham Potter came over at the end with the fans. Uh, yeah, there's some very, very happy players there today. It felt To me, it felt like a bit of a watershed game. And you kind of think, well, maybe the rest of the season we might begin to look, start looking upwards again. Uh, but even if we don't, we've got 37 points now, we're safe. What do you reckon, guys?
3: Seven games without a win, so a win was always going to mean something, and I think it showed in the, the reactions after the game. It was, um, yeah, it was a very good win. Very good win. Two brilliant goals, two brilliantly worked goals, two great finishes. What we've been missing all season, really, is some clinical finishing like that. Um, and some grit at the end to hold on after
1: a brilliant goal from Odegaard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some really defensive grit and you know they really wanted it and held on for the win so yeah fully deserved. Yeah and and it's such a shame that only half the bright, half the out uh, Arsenal fans actually saw their goal <laughs> because they'd all left the stadium it was a bit like it was yeah. the classic fire drill at the library wasn't it. Fire um, 75 minutes Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Sorry this that was that was uh, Charlie just speaking there so over to Andy.
3: Well I thought that was incredibly brave from Potter to start with what looked like one centre-back, almost in a 3-4-3, flooding the defensive centre midfield. Um, it, It just looked like such a risk. But they must have rehearsed it to death, because we just looked so organised, and they weren't able to dribble through the gaps. And I was just saying to Alison and Ahmed on the way back to the brewery from the stadium, for me, 47 years as a fan and an away game against a big team, that's possibly the best combination of grit and fight and organisation and technical brilliance on the two goals that I think I've ever seen. I can't wait to see the highlights on Match of the Day... Because it was just that. It was perfect. We needed grit, we needed fight to get out of the trough that we were in, but we combined that with confidence, with technical brilliance. I cannot remember a game where we have scored two such technically brilliant goals in the same match. Absolutely magnificent. Stratospheric performance. Hope he's not badly injured. Man of the match, By a say? country mile. By a country mile. A goal, and assist, covering ground in both boxes. Just unbelievable. Cucurella, superb as always. Sanchez with some fantastic saves. Had absolutely no chance with that floaty hit no, for their goal. No. I don't think anybody could have gotten near that. No. But it
1: was just... It was a combination of grit and technical brilliance. Absolutely magnificent. For me, one thing that really summed up the match was Kukureya. Uh, a ball had been knocked long on the left wing coming towards the goal. And Kukureya, you could see that on, on his face, he just absolutely let loose and started running towards it. He was like he was running 100 metres in the Olympic Games for a gold medal. And then he got there got the ball and then put across it nothing came of it but it was just symptomatic for me of his performance it was just phenomenal
3: outstanding not only Cucurella with Trossard in front of him but all over the pitch people supporting each other and when you're down and you're in the trenches and you're trying to fight your way back from the position we were in you need people to pair up and fight for each other and we did that all over the pitch it was absolutely fantastic The other thing that stood out for me was the precision of the first-time hits on both of the goals, whatever they've been working on in the last week. Everybody's conscious of the problems that we've had. But I don't think you'd have to go a long way before you could see two such brilliant technically
1: constructed goals
3: and precision finishes just just glorious just just a
1: fantastic because there had been a few strikes at goal that weren't on target as well but that didn't mean that they gave up you know and because you, you need to you need to have a go and some of them go in and some of them don't go in but in Wepo, as you say you got us an assist and also a goal uh and and we just really hope that it looked like um Someone said it might be the, the in the hip, hip flexor, a hip flexor, yeah. Uh, that's what it looked like, because they were kind of rotating his, his foot, weren't they, when they were treating him. But hopefully he's all right. Yeah,
3: hopefully. I mean, a brave decision from Potter to throw in Bissouma, Kaisidu Luepu, all at once. But these guys are fighting for the shirt next season, and... I mean, you've got to hand it to Potter. You know, people started to ask questions about where are we going, but he's turned some tables, flooded the central defensive midfield. And it's worked fantastically and all three of those guys put in a monumental performance because Arsenal have got a lot of talent on that pitch, a lot of threats in the attacking half of the field and we just nullified that for the most of the game. In the last 10 minutes,
0: a little bit hairy,
3: you know, great toast by Sanchez, rebound off the underside of the bar. But you know, to come to a team like that with all the riches that they've got, and to fight to the 97th minute—yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was. I think
1: at 85 minutes, I said we had about 10 minutes left to go. I was out by two minutes. We had another, we had 12 minutes there. Because um, the other thing is, had it gone wrong today, Potter would have been absolutely lambasted. Like, what on earth are you doing, Potter? This is awful. You're like you've taken such a risk. We've not played like this all season. But actually, he knew what he was doing and he set it up really well. And I think we have to give him credit today, don't we?
3: Well, there's a guy Potter who is brave enough to say I'm kind of behind the eight ball, uh, and he's made some very brave decisions in his starting lineup, in his formation in his tactic and he's clearly turned the tables on Arteta. And they weren't I mean they were on they were really on top for the first ten minutes of the second half. Yeah. And that was with Arteta's half time tactical adjustments where he clearly said to his players, try and drive through the front door of our defence. And they got a few key, free kicks around the D, and that's when they were most dangerous. But fair play to Potter to come out and make those changes to the lineup, to the formation, to the tactics, to the strategy, and to come out with a win. You know, you rarely see Potter come right up to the fans after the game. But he was right in office. And you could tell how much that meant... And fair play to him, and fair play to Sanchez as well. After He was the last one to come over to the visiting fans. there's 3,000 fans chanting his name, and you could see in the whites of his
1: eyes... How much it
3: meant to Potter and to Sanchez. It was magnificent. Magnificent. We're obviously safe for the season. I think winning a game like that sends a message to some of our players who are out of contract in 18 or 24 months' time. And it says... You know, it is worth sticking around. There is still a project here yeah. where we can prove that we can duff over top teams, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's as good as the three points today
1: was the message it sends to those people to say you don't have to leave. Yeah, yeah. To so rather than the season, rather than the season sizzly, fizzling out, yeah. we've got a future. So, so the fa- final thing I wanted to say, Andy, was thank goodness you didn't miss that match. Imagine. Imagine if you didn't come to that match, particularly when you just live round the corner. Well, w- w- would you would you would you have ever be able to forgive yourself for missing the match when you could have just come?
3: I mean, let's be honest. There is only one Russell Skyver. Oh, uh, sorry, Guyver. And uh, I'm sure he'll be gutted he missed this. Um, but we won't rub it in. You know, we won't. Oh, definitely not. We won't we hold this against that, that, him. I mean, that would be that very would be unfair, wrong. wouldn't it? Yeah. He's yeah. the managing director of the Brighton Rock podcast. It would be wholly wrong for us to hold. That against him, I mean, he was missing for the longest road trip in Newcastle, but he's also missing for the shortest, which is a three minute walk from his front garden. So, Russell Skyver, get well, uh, Guyver, sorry, Russell, get well soon from all of us. And uh, what a fantastic day! We're back at the Hamilton Brewery after the game, and I know how much you were looking forward to it. So, when you're fit and well again send me a text, give me a call, I'll get on a
1: train from Bedford and I'll come and sit in the Hamilton brewery, just you and me and we'll talk about the game. And, and have to reminisce and maybe watch the highlights from match of the day from today. Well, we'll I'll see if there are anyone else to talk, talk to uh, around, around here just before we finish off the podcast. But, but what a day for the Albion, and what a day for Albion fans. And, uh, and, and the sun is shining, and the seagulls are flying over London. and
3: Lou Reed is playing in the background with perfect
1: day. There we go. Amazing. OK, so the last little bit of feedback on today's match. Uh, we've got Alison and Ahmed here. Um, and yeah, over to them uh, just for your thoughts and, and your feelings at this moment in time uh, as we celebrate as Albion fans.
0: Well, I'm pretty elated, obviously. And I think Ahmed's been introduced to just how tense an away game can <laughs> yeah, be when you're you know, <laughs> defending when, yeah. a 1-0 lead. And, and a um, 2 nil lead and then a
1: 2-1 lead. Yeah, very... Brilliant
0: game very exciting it was a brilliant game really enjoyed it uh, ten, tense
1: at times very tense in the last 15-20 minutes yeah. but excellent game uh, really good I think Sanchez was brilliant
0: yeah. and Corella.
1: Yeah, even though he's down the other end of the pitch, you could just see the work. Oh, that he you can did. see, and, um, yeah. And literally, I suppose yeah. if anything, it's more dramatic watching him dive left, right, and centre when he's that far away, and you know you nothing. There's, it's, there's nothing you can do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Super. Absolutely superb saves. And I think um,
1: Russell missed a yeah, good game today. I've just been talking about this with Andy. You yeah. know, and I, I mean, imagine missing a day like today. I know. Yeah, I feel uh, sorry
0: for him, and I feel sorry also for the um, the home fans that you know miss us last. Of us scoring, (laughs) and not, not just one goal, but two. Yes, um, and, all home, for them.
1: and all the home the home fans in Arsenal who, who, also, who, who missed also missed their, their amazing goal, potential
0: goal of the season. <laughs> yes. and half their fans missed it. Yes, yeah. so, and, and it will be yeah. goal of the month.
1: It will it'll be in goal of the month at least, anyway, and actually the day I'm sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, let's wish uh, Rus- Russell good health and uh, hope
1: he's there for next week's. Uh, yeah, top yeah of hopefully, yeah. and at
0: least at least now we should take a little bit of confidence into um, next week's game, which because I was nervous about going to Spurs especially after seeing yeah. the demolition job
1: that they did they... on
0: Newcastle the yeah. other day so at least I think hopefully a bit of confidence so right.
1: brilliant okay well um that's us then for the day um I'm gonna hand back over to Russell and to Peter uh, and uh, I'm sure I, uh, the podcast is in safe hands with those guys even if they are a little bit absent today but, but we know they
0: <laughs> <laughs> Russell is a <the> legend <laughs>